Republicans have started an impeachment require inquiry in the House. Awesome. That should happen. Uh, but leave it to Republicans to probably F up a victory. More communism from the weaponized FBI. If people could read today, which they can't, they'd realize people like Orwell, Huxley, Sholzitskin, Zamyatka, they've all written about this crap a hundred years ago. And nobody seems to care. And for the love of God, just get out of California. Save yourself the stress. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Uh, happy Wednesday. I hope you had a great day yesterday. Now, let's get straight to the dumbass of the day. Now, normally, I will play the donkey theme for the dumbass of the day. Not today. I'm going to play this. Everything is racist. Everything is racist according to me. Everything is racist in 2020. Yes, everything is racist. And now we have something else that's racist. Now, I, I love hearing this stuff because it's always coming from kids that are like, 18, 17 years old. It's always on TikTok. It's never, you know, well, it's not always never. It's never in a major publication or news. It is. It's it's everywhere. Everything is racist. So here's a kid that just, I guess, just flat out decided to, and I love the term dog whistle. The, the term dog whistle trips me out. So dog whistle means it's racist, but it's racist in a way that no one would recognize it. Because a dog whistle, when you blow a dog whistle, no one can hear it, except the dogs. So when you do something that's a dog whistle, it means you're doing something that no one really thinks of is racist, but it actually is. And only pure white supremacists can hear about it. So you would think, well, that just basically means it's in its, in its base meaning it's not really racist, but actually it is because white supremacists are saying, oh, that's a secret underground white supremacist. So here's a guy who has found a dog whistle for something else that is, of course, white supremacist. Let's listen. Nobody is talking about it, but I've only recently learned what it means, and I want to share with you guys so you can be on the lookout because it's it's very dark and sinister. And that's the term well, well, well. I have been seeing this term being used across so many different videos for so long, to the point that I've been seeing hundreds, maybe even thousands of people commenting this term. And when I first saw it, I you know, didn't really think anything of it. I figured I just didn't know exactly what they meant. You know, it is a commonly used phrase. So I didn't really think much of it until I started to notice that any type of content I would see that primarily depicts a black person in a negative light or even has the proximity to depicting a black person negatively or say a gay person or trans person negatively that when I would go to the comment section this term well 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 would be what I would see the entire time I'm scrolling like hundreds and hundreds of comments of this term being used and that's when I started to question like okay what exactly does this mean what are people referring to when they say this come to find out it is a dog whistle and if you don't know what a dog whistle is it's essentially like a secret code that extremists who have say 
uh, racially negative biases, people who are prejudiced, homophobic, transphobic. It's secret codes that they will use to communicate their biases to other people who think the same way, but use these kind of masked terms that the rest of us would not be able to understand. It's a very sinister way of communicating, say, racism, uh, homophobia, or transphobia. And once I realized that, looking through content and comment sections, I have been absolutely floored at how frequently I've been seeing well, well, well being used. And it's really disturbing because I know for me, it's definitely shined a light on how many people are more than willing to publicly share their racist ideologies or their prejudice ideologies and feel completely comfortable doing it on TikTok to the point that entire comment sections will be filled with this term, well, well, well. And it's really been disturbing to me to see, and I don't think it's okay. And it's actually very scary to see how many people are, you know, feel comfortable. You know, what's scary to me is that people like this actually just hunt for something to call racist, sexist, eh, transphobic, homophobic, whatever. I that's what I that's what scares me is that every time someone says something, it's racist. It can be just changed into racist. Now, mind you, he never explained how it's racist, sexist, homophobic, and transphobic. He never explained how. He just said he heard from other people. So I'm still waiting for the well, well, well why that is actually a dog whistle for anything. And then, of course, he over a dog whistle is just a racist communicating with another racist, or maybe it's just something you made up and you call anything that doesn't make sense a dog whistle because you're making your shit up as you go. I also love, I, I bet the blacks love the fact that they're conflating racism with transphobia and homophobia because you know blacks every transpho every trans trans person is black or every black is for the trans people or for gays and stuff like that that that's what these people and this kid's gay obviously but that's what these people do they conflate well racism is like the epitome of evil so therefore we need to make uh it we need to put transphobia and homophobia in though in there even though they have nothing to do with each other they got, just got to conflate everything notice they don't conflate sexism anymore that that's gone sex women are not do not even exist anymore now here's what why this is so stupid you can take any i while i was watching this video i was thinking to myself of something that i might say how about this one? Oh, shucks. We can sit there and say that's a racist term. We don't even have to say that's a racist dog whistle. Because I can sit there and make a direct comparison. Or a direct analogy. I can take that and put it, pin it directly to racism. So you're going to say, I know you want to hear it. Oh, shucks. Why is that? Why is that a... Uh, Racist dog whistle, which isn't really, it's not even really a dog whistle. Shucks. To shuck means you actually take the, you take the skin off of a plant or a fruit. One of the things you shuck, most commonly shucked items, is corn. 
corn is raised in the South. Corn is, and the South has slavery. Slaves were black. Shucks is racism. That's not even a dog whistle. I, I can come up with, by the way, I don't know where the hell corn is raised. I, I, I think it's Nebraska, which is kind of north. And I don't think they allowed slaves in Nebraska, but whatever. I can say, you can say, you can, you can say that for wheat or whatever they were raising. Okay? You can make, you can make crap up on just about anything and make it racist. Well, 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 this guy just decided to say that's a racist dog whistle without ever explaining why it is racist. So therefore, this kid with the fake blonde hair living in a two-story house with flowers behind and wearing the silver chain around his neck, you are the dumbass of the day. Okay, let's go down here. Okay, well, there's some big news. Uh, it looks like the chickens have finally come home to roost for Joe Biden and the Democrats. Uh, Kevin McCarthy has opened a impeachment inquiry. Now, according to the Daily Wire, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy laid out the evidence against Joe Biden and accused the president of lying about his family's foreign business dealings in a Tuesday letter to his colleagues to detailing why he has launched an impeachment inquiry. McCarthy announced the inquiry after months of investigations by House Republicans, who say they have found evidence of global influence peddling scheme to enrich the Biden family. Through the investigations, we have found that President Biden lied to the American people about knowledge of his family foreign business dealings, McCarthy wrote in a letter. The inquiry will be headed up by the oversight chairman, James Comer, Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan, and Ways and Means Chairman Jason Smith of Missouri. Democrats, of course, have the absolute typical response. <clears throat> this is a waste of time, which is weird because I didn't see them have any issue wasting time with Trump. This is a waste of money. Again, um, when has a Democrat ever given a damn about wasting money? That's, that's a hobby of theirs. <clears throat> there is not any evidence that Joe Biden did anything. Well, except for the witnesses, the emails, the text messages, the voicemails, and the bank statements, you're right. There's absolutely no evidence that this has been going on. And this is a deflection from the Trump indictments. This is where they're right. This isn't a deflection from the Trump indictments. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, hold on. So those are the basic... We'll, we'll get to the, that in a second. Those are the basic responses across the media. And the media can't ignore this. They're going to be on television. They're going to be talking about the evidence. The evidence is going to be pointed out by every Republican out there. So they need to come up. They can't ignore this. John Fetterman also had a response. And this response was probably the most coherent response by a Democrat. And it came from John Fetterman. Let's listen to John Fetterman's response about hearing that Joe Biden is going through a is going through an impeachment inquiry. 
ask you about this news that uh, Speaker McCarthy has formally launched an impeachment inquiry. Has said he's going to. Oh my God! Really? Oh my gosh! You know? Oh, it's devastating. <laughs> Ooh, don't do it! Please don't do it! Oh no! Oh no! John Fetterman said this as he's walking through the halls of Congress wearing shorts. And, you know, I know he changed his look and all. He's supposed to look far more, far less retarded than he actually is. But if you would watch the video, go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, it's there. If you watch the video, he actually, the aide that is walking with him looks horrified at what he's doing. Looks absolutely, is this guy having another break? It's, but that, believe it or not, that is the most com- coherent, reasonable argument against not having an impeachment, is that it's going to go nowhere. I mean, he should have just said it that way. It, this isn't going nowhere, this is a waste of time. Now, let me go back to my office because my shorts are crawling up my crotch. That's what he should have said, and then walked away. But that is far more coherent than anything else like this is a waste of time, money, this is not evidence, this is a deflection. None of those arguments are very good. Now, here's the thing. Let's get to what I think about this. Because this is a risky move. Because right now, Republicans have a way of screwing absolutely everything up. And that includes this. I think there's a very good chance that they F this up. Because here's the thing, they've got a very narrow lead, about a 10-vote lead in the House. If five Republicans decide they don't want to go through this, they don't want to impeach Joe Biden, this fails, the inquiry ends, the inquiry ends, Joe Biden doesn't get impeached, and it looks, it's egg in the face. That's the bad news. And I think that's bad. Here's the problem I think everyone is going to have. There is a ton of evidence. Physical evidence. Witness evidence. Emails, voicemails, text messages, bank records, witnesses. There is a ton of evidence out there. I don't understand how, if this evidence is presented, this is going not going to lead to an impeachment. That every Republican does not vote to impeach this guy. He needs to get impeached. And by the way, is this... And believe it or not, I think this is a real reason to impeach him. And nothing that Trump has done deserved his two impeachments. He did nothing to deserve those impeachments. And if you compare Joe Biden to, let's say, Richard Nixon, Nixon who was the last person who was going to be impeached, you there's a huge... I mean, who legitimately... We, well, if you compare... Let's, let's go a step further. Go, let me take a step back. If you compare what Joe Biden did to Bill Clinton, who was the last person to get impeached, Joe Biden way far worse than what Bill Clinton did. And Bill Clinton should have been impeached and he should have been kicked out of office. If you compare what Biden did to compared to Richard Nixon and Richard Nixon deserved to be impeached. He never was because he resigned. 
and deserve to be kicked out of office and probably prosecuted, you'd still have to say what Joe Biden did was far worse. Joe Biden deserves to be impeached, he deserves to be kicked out of office, and he deserves to, sh to serve jail time. None of those things are going to... I think there's a very good chance he's not getting impeached. He's definitely never going to serve jail time, and he's definitely never going to um, get kicked out of office. But he deserves all of it. Now, the good news, there are good news here. This is, there are good news. There is some good news here. First off, yes, the Republicans are going to F this whole thing up, but it's going to be a year of investigations on television showing all the witnesses. And not all the witnesses, by the way, are Republicans. They're not. The IRS witnesses by themselves and DOJ witnesses by themselves that we've already seen testify in front of Congress were not Republicans. They were Democrats. A bunch of them voted for Biden. There are going to be a wide array of witnesses that say, yeah, no, this is crap. We have bank records that show right now $17 million being transferred between Chinese Mexican, Romanian, Ukrainian, Russian bank, Russian businesses to Biden bank accounts. We have all this. We have bank statements that say every member of the Biden family, including the grandkids, got money from these people. We've got Hunter Biden on tape saying that he pays for all his father's expenses. We've got pictures and voicemails of Joe Biden talking to Hunter Biden, of Joe Biden talking to uh, business partners. There is evidence all over the place, and all that's going to be presented. Now, is that good news? It's excellent news. The reason is because it's going to take the spotlight off of Trump. We need the spotlight off of Trump. Trump needs the spotlight off of Trump. The question is, Will Trump allow the spotlight to be off of him? Because he is a effing narcissist. He likes the spotlight on him. Well, I got news for you. If the spotlight's on him, he's going to lose the election. If the spotlight's on Biden, he's going to lose the election. And by the way, the spotlight should be on Biden. Completely on Biden. This may actually force Biden to debate Trump. This is going to force Biden to make some moves. And Biden, right now and he's already doing it, his campaign is in full swing. Kamala Harris is going to sit there and squat, squawk every once, once a week and F up interviews, and he's going to be on vacation or hide in his basement. But if they have some real corruption scandal on him, he may not be able to do that, and he may have to come out of the, out of the basement and actually confront some of this stuff. And that way, Trump will end up in the background, and Trump should be in the background. The question is, can Trump stay in the background? Or will Trump F this up like he did in the 2020 election? My, my money goes in, he's going to F it up. Because Trump is a, I mean, clinical narcissist. He's a pathological narcissist. Which is why a lot of people don't like him, and he just doesn't get it. All right. So we'll have to see how that goes. It's going to kick off. It's going to be really interesting to watch. I just hope the news media shows it. Okay, so I've been saying this. We talked about this Monday. 
Um, we are heading towards Soviet-style communism. Now, I know Glenn Beck and a lot of folks are pushing this uh, fourth industrial revolution fascism that's coming, but I tell you what, we're, we're already heading towards pure communism, and it's really, really scary. Um, the Here's what we're looking at. According to Fox News, the FBI... And Los Angeles, uh, the FBI returned a Los Angeles woman's life savings, money she was keeping to buy a house, after seizing it two years earlier with no explanation. Despite being charged with a crime, despite never being charged with a crime, the FBI seized Linda's, Linda Martin's safe deposit box during a March 2021 raid through administrative, administrative forfeiture a move that enables federal agencies to seize property without judicial involvement. She went years without explanation, but her $40,200 was returned in July after she filed a nationwide class action lawsuit with the Institute of Justice in March 2023. Quote, I'm relieved to have finally have my savings back, but it has been confusing and frustrating process from the moment it was taken, Martin said in a statement IJ released on Tuesday. Quote, I had to prove my innocence to keep my money. She added, no one should be treated this way and I'm going to keep fighting so that others don't suffer the same way. So much for guilt, for innocent until proven guilty. This is, this is the crap that the Soviet Union did with people. They would walk into homes take whatever shit they wanted and walk out and you had no way to recover it. By the way, congrats. They gave her her $40,000 back. She didn't have it for two years. Where's the interest? I would expect 17 to 20% interest on top of that. Continuing, Martin plans to continue her position in federal court to, quote, end the FBI's practice of sending unconstitutional forfeiture notices, end quote. IJ hopes that the case will help others in similar situations across the nation. She shouldn't have to do this. She shouldn't have to go to court and say, hey, this was illegal. It's in the Constitution. It's already illegal. She should walk into a court and a judge just said, well, we're going to give you another $200,000. That's what should happen. This is, this is not rocket science. She shouldn't have to go through the bureaucratic bullshit to prove something that's written pretty clearly. And the FBI admitted they did it. Continuing, in the statement, IJ accused the FBI of trying to hurriedly return the money to avoid accountability. That's what it sure seems like. They just suddenly, she sues them and then suddenly just give her her money back. They were confiscating that money. They were taking it. She was never going to see that money again. Martin's money was taken during a raid of a Beverly Hills-based safe deposit box company, U.S. Private Vaults, which later shut down and pleaded guilty to conspiracy to launder money, drug money. In total, about $86 million in cash and property in 1,400 customer safe deposit boxes were taken. The warrant, according to IJ, told agents not to search or seize individual customer boxes. Quote, they were just supposed to identify owners so they could claim their property, end quote, IJ stated. Quote, 
but the FBI instead acted on a, its months-long months plan to search and try to forfeit the contents of any box worth more than $5,000. Okay, this is straight out of Alexander Sholzitskin's book, The Gulag Archipelago. He talks about how the Soviet ministry would walk into homes and just confiscate. No warrants, no nothing. They just grab whatever they wanted. They were known to pull teeth out of people's heads to get the gold out of their fillings. Okay, we talked about violations of the Second Amendment by that idiot over in New Mexico, which it looks like she's not going to get to. She's not going to get away with that. But so far, we got. I got to be honest with you. Our first, second, fourth, fifth, sixth, eighth, ninth, tenth, thirteenth, and fourteenth amendment rights have already been pissed on. Did you hear me? First, second, missed the third. Fourth, fifth, sixth, missed the seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, thirteenth, fourteenth amendments. They're all being stripped away. They're ignoring them. This is why you need to learn your, your Bill of Rights. You need to, Actually, you just need to learn the Constitution. Because the 14th, 13th and 14th Amendment have nothing to do with the Bill of Rights. But all our rights are being taken away. And I got news to you. It's only a matter of time before we have a president. It won't be Joe Biden, fortunately. But it will be someone like him. A little younger, a little less senile. That strip away the 22nd Amendment and say... I'm the president for life. They hold a bunch of sham elections, which we're already doing. And this country will end up like the Soviet Union with Putin and with China with, with uh, Xi. And we suddenly have a president for life or an emperor for life. Eventually, that emperor will become a god like they have in North Korea. This is coming. It's already happening. Who are we kidding? And a lot of people sit back and say, well, this is re this is revolutionary type stuff. Don't forget, we fought a revolution in 1775 over a tea on tax. Uh, a tax on tea. Sorry, I got it backwards. Too much alliteration. A tax on tea started a war. Here, they're taking 40% of our, our income. They've got inflation so high. And by the way, inflation is just another tax. And nobody's doing anything about it. And they're removing every one of our rights. The First Amendment is practically decimated. The Second Amendment, they want to take our guns away. Why do they want to take our guns away so badly? That should be the question you ask. I I'm telling you, all this stuff, um, all this stuff is really important. It really is important. We need to look at this, be very well aware of what's going on. Oh, speaking of stepping on rights, let's get to this. I wanted to get to this on Monday. Uh, here comes California, which is like the right steppers, right steppers of the country. They don't care about rights. They could care less about rights. Rights are nothing. And since this is a one-party state, California... Um, they can do whatever they want, and there's no one really to stop them. 
even the courts, even the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals seems a little shy to stop California from doing a lot of the shit they're doing. Well, now I think, honestly, this tyrannical state has overstepped their brown, bounds. I don't. I, we'll have to see how this works out. But I don't think it's going to work out well. And I think this is going to be the time to sit back and say, you know what? We're done. I'm leaving California. Everyone should be saying that. I mean, people are flooding out of California left and right. They're going to Texas. They're going to Florida. They're going to, to Tennessee. They're going to North and South Dakota. They're going to Montana, which is Montana's another one you got to be careful of. Montana, they're going to Idaho. They're leaving the state, as they should. So according to the Daily Wire, California may soon require judges to look at whether a parent goes along with a child's gender identity during the custody during custody disputes, worrying advocates who say parents could lose custody if they don't agree with their child's claims to be transgender. In other words, if you don't accept the lies that that a child who's got an obvious mental issue, emotional issue, if you don't accept their lies, you can lose your child. Which, by the way, California—that's exactly where they're going. That's eventually the child will be property of the state a la Huxley a la um, Orwell okay this, this is what's going to happen the Democrat ba- backed bill AB 957 by the way there's no Republicans in California so it, it's yes they're the two token Californians uh, Republicans out there that are against this bill but there are no This is going to just wave right by everything. Newsom's going to sign it because he's a pervert too. So, passed the state assembly on Friday and the state senate on Thursday. That's of last week. If signed by California Governor Gavin Newsom, the bill would require judges to consider whether a parent, quote, affirms, end quote, a child's, quote, gender identity, end quote, among other factors during custody battles. According to the bill, quote, health and safety and welfare of a child includes, among other comprehensive factors, a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity or gender expression. Affirmation includes a range of actions and will be unique for the child, but in every case must promote a child's overall overall health and well-being, end quote. So in other words, if you've got one of those parents that's abusing their child by agreeing that the child's a girl when he's a boy that abused that abusive parent will end up being full custody you know who this is really going to help out women because women do this they 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 seem to like when their kids transition and stuff they have no problem with it they're quote empathetic end quote instead of them being seen as abusive here's the thing the state wants you to, as a parent, to embrace a lie. They're teaching the lie to the kids. And then when the kids get home and express the lie, the parents must believe the lie. If the parents must believe the lie, then they can't be parents. This is a way to break the family, is essentially what it is. This is straight out of Orwell. Remember, Two plus two equals five. If you don't believe it, if you believe it equals four, you will be re-educated. In the case of 1984, tortured. 
until you believe, if you really believe, 2 plus 2 equals 5. Or, unless the government decides to say 2 plus 2 equals 4. That's straight out of 1984. You must believe that your child is the opposite sex of what they are. And if you don't believe, you will lose the child. You will be, you must be re-educated. And this is how they re-educate you. Now, it, it just gets worse. It, these people really don't know what they're saying. They really don't know what they're saying. So here's state rep and writer of AB 957, Lori Wilson. Now, we did play a clip of Lori Wilson a while back. I thought this was the same clip. It's not. She just basically repeated what she said about six months ago when this bill was introduced. Now, understand something about Lori Wilson. She is smarter than you. She is better than you. Because she is the mother of a trans boy. So she knows better than you do about trans kids. <coughs> Her having a trans boy is proof she knows better than you. And you must do what she does. Do you know why? Because you must affirm her. Because she's a sociopath, a psychopath, and a... and, and obviously not real secure with what she did to her son. Let's listen to what she says. Because basically I've spilled the beans on what she's going to say. But let's listen because I do have one more point. Know that parents affirm their children. They have since the dawn of time. Typically, it happens when their um, gender identity expression matches their biological gender. But what happens is when it doesn't, that's when the affirmation starts to wane. And that's what we're dealing with here. Although it's called the TGI bill, they're not mentioned anywhere in the law. What's mentioned in the law is the child's gender identity and expression and the parent's affirmation of that, whatever it is, because that is our duty as parents to affirm our children. This is my point. Parents have not been affirming their ch ch children since the dawn of time. Do you know why parents have not been affirming their children since the dawn of time? Because there would be no children. Children are stupid. They make stupid decisions. A parent's job is to teach children how to make reasonable decisions. Half the children out there think they're dinosaurs. Half the children out there think they're Luke Skywalker or Superman. You, you need to affirm all your children's decisions? Really? What if your child decides to run across a freeway? Do you affirm that decision? What if that child decides to, to go up and beat another kid or bully a kid? Are you supposed to affirm that? Well, he believes that's okay. It's as a, a, Affirmation is like the opposite of what a parent should be doing. A parent should be listening to a child. And saying, no, you don't do that, and this is why. No, you can't have the cookie. I know you want the cookie. And I'm supposed to affirm that you want the cookie. But a real parent does not affirm this crap. 
a real parent sits back and says, uh, no, you can't have that and this is why. And hell, I'll give you a step for further because that effing Dr. Spock did this. You don't even have to explain why you say no. Because especially with really young kids, they're not going to understand or accept your explanation. Can I have a cookie right before dinner? Can I have a cookie? No. You don't even have to say why. You can't have a cookie. Now normally a normal parent says, well, because dinner's coming up. But there are some times, especially with little kids, this is why the destruction of spanking is a real problem. With younger kids, they have such a lack of understanding. They don't understand reason. When a kid starts sticking a, a knife into a into an electric socket, and you tell them no, they're gonna you're gonna electrocute yourself. They may, they don't understand what that means. They don't understand the concept of pain or death. They don't understand any of that. And most of the time, they'll just take that knife and try it again. That's where a spanking comes into play. Spankings are good. They're a form of discipline that, to be honest with you, we need more of today. Because kids cannot be reasoned with. And the only thing they understand is corporal punishment. And if a kid knows, if I try and stick this knife into this, this power socket, I'm going to get a spanking, that will prevent the kid. This is the same with even larger concepts like jail and the death penalty. If people understand there are consequences, they won't do it. A child doesn't understand the consequences of sticking a knife into a power socket. They don't understand the concept of, you don't affirm that crap. Kids don't understand the concept of male and female. They don't understand it at 9. They don't understand it at 12. Shit, they barely understand it at 16 to 18. That's why a 16-year-old can't have sex with a 30-year-old. Because they don't really understand the consequences of having a sexual relationship. Of course, California wants to legalize that too. So this broad is wrong when she talks about, well, we've been affirming our children since the dawn of time. If we've been affirming our children since the dawn of time, we would have no freaking population right now because all the kids would be dead. Absolutely. And that's the second time she said it. And everyone pointed that out to her the first time. So what does she do? She just says it again. Okay, let's get to our last story of the day. I wasn't going to talk about this, but it has gotten too stupid to ignore. Uh, and, and basically, I, I, I'm talking about the story because you do a stupid thing. There's consequences to doing that stupid thing. And instead of accepting those consequences and apologizing in today's world, instead of consequences, people just scream that they're victims. <clears throat> so you have heard in Virginia, there's a Democratic House delegate, a gal named Susanna Simpson, who decided to go on a website. I, I'll, read the, I'll read the article because I've never heard of the website. And have sex with her husband 
in front of a camera for money. And apparently this got out. What a shocker, it got out. I, I don't understand how these people think that this stuff isn't going to get out. I mean, they, they, they investigate every aspect of your background. How she didn't know this was going to get out, I have no idea. And it wasn't like she stopped doing this. She was continually doing this. So let's read this from the New York Post. Democratic Virginia House of Delegates candidate Susanna Gibson blasted her opponents for engaging in, quote, the worst gutter politics, end quote, after videos surfaced of her and her husband performing sex acts, sex acts online for cash. Gibson, a 40-year-old mother of two, who is running in a hotly contested race to represent the state's District 57, hosted several live web webcam shows on the adult streaming service Chat Your Bait, the Washington Post revealed the bombshell on Monday. The nurse practitioner has since rallied against her political opponents, accusing them of engaging in dirty politics. Now, there's no question she did this. Okay, I mean, she, her, her thing is still up, I think. I heard. I, I, I don't go to chat your bait. Okay. She called, instead of going out there, yeah, I did this, it was fun, I'm kinky, blah, blah, blah. I mean, technically, she didn't do anything illegal. It was horribly immoral. But she didn't do anything illegal. Okay. Instead of taking a response, yeah, I did it. Instead of saying, so what? Or instead of saying, yeah, I did it, I apologize. She goes out there and she makes herself a victim. She called the controversy, this is from the article, a, quote, an illegal invasion of my privacy designed to humiliate me, humiliate me, end quote. Quote, my political opponents and their Republican allies have proven they're willing to commit se a sex crime to a sex crime, a sex crime. They are actually calling this revenge porn, which is illegal. To attack me and my family because there's no line they won't cross to silence women when they speak up <coughs> this is what she said in a statement she got an attorney the attorney says she's a victim that this is revenge porn meanwhile the guy she's running against sat there and said i don't know anything about it i i don't go to those websites i have nothing to do with this i didn't find it i'm just running my campaign so she has she is going to have sex on camera. She's asking people what they want to see. And apparently she's into bondage. So apparently she's being choked, she's into bondage, she's been having sex on TV. Meanwhile, on this website, the guy who pays to watch her is jerking off. So she gets to watch this guy jerk off while her husband is 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 having sex with her. And she's asking for more and more money. And people who spend more money get more of the uh, private show. When she's caught, which, what a shock, she got caught. Because apparently people who watch women have sex and pay to do it are not of the highest principle. Release the video. And she's now a victim. And it's Republicans' fault. Because... Hey, I got news for you. If I'm running against her and I see that, you're damn right I'm putting it out. 
and she can accuse me of revenge porn? That's not revenge porn. That's, this is who you want to elect? That's not revenge porn. That shouldn't be illegal. This is who you want to elect. And by the way, it's not like, you know, they, they released the entire video. They didn't. They just released pictures and a short video of her completely blocked off and everything. And saying, this is who you want to elect? Yes, if Republicans are doing that, good for them. Do it. This is what your your this is what my Democratic opponent is into. This is what I'm into. Pick and choose. Do you want you actually want a woman who really has that low of self-esteem that she'll do this crap for money? What else will she do for money? That would be my that would be my big argument. And then yeah, they'll probably throw me in jail. Even though I had nothing to do with it. You guys have a nice day. God bless you. Love you all. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.